0: Welcome to the Live Life Happy Podcast with Andrea Seydal. We're all about highlighting self-help, positive psychology, and books on well-being. We share the content and actionable advice so you can make normal life extraordinary. We are a community of lifelong learners, high achievers, and busy people. Get ready for your download so you can live life happy. I'm your host, and addicted to reading, Andrea Seidel. Hey there, Andrea Seidel here. I am so excited because I have a special author visit today. Now, this podcast is all about usually highlighting and summarizing people's books, but occasionally, oh my gosh, I'm so lucky because I'm able to have the actual author on the show. And today is that special day. So I am so excited because I have the author Itel Light on the show. She is the author of Unaddicted to You, Loving Yourself Through the Darkness. Etel, thank you so much for being being here. Thank you so much, Andrea. I'm really um, humbled to be finally on your show. I was waiting for it for a long time. Ah, well, I'm so glad you were able to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about you? Yes. So you can hear my accent. I call myself the holy chick. I was actually
1: born in Jerusalem um, and I was born to a family with six children and uh, the, the oldest of six and I was born I think to be a mom so you know I was really taking care of my siblings while I loved learning and I loved reading books so can you imagine the chaos of having six kids at the house, you know, we had one bathroom, one bathroom people for, you know, eight people. And my escape was books. I used to read books and just dive into the stories and imagination. Um, I learned in a highly gifted uh, school. Uh, My mom really insisted that her little kid is going to thrive in school. And during my hours, I mean, literally hours in the bus, and this is all in the book as well. I used to read books. So I used to look at people, invent stories in my mind, right? Mind you, that there was no you know phones or smartphones or nothing and read my own books and just my imagination was
0: wild oh my gosh that's amazing and Mm -hmm. so you have published this book can you tell us a little bit of what inspired you to publish this book
1: yeah so this is actually my um uh seventh baby um book baby yay yes aren't they like babies it's like they are like yes You know, it's like being pregnant and, you know, kind of like see the babies growing. So my first book is uh, You Are My Sunshine, which is a parenting book. And then as I was writing An Addicted to You, uh, I came up with a story which called... um, where is water? It's about a little fish. I'm going to talk about my um, children's book first. It's about a little fish that is swimming in the water and asking all kinds of questions, his parents and he's swimming and like, why fish die and why do we have to go to school? You know, all this question. One day he come to his parents and he asks, uh, mommy, daddy, uh, where is water? Where is water? His parents ask, uh, go and ask your teacher tomorrow. And then this little story kind of like accompanied this fish, and nobody really knows where is water. So I'm not going to tell you the end of the story, but when I concluded the story, I realized that this is about a fish with a mommy and daddy. And today, not everyone has mommy and daddy. So I published a book with the illustrations and everything uh, that included uh, to not only mommy and daddy, because there are some families with mommy and mama and some families with daddy and papa. And then a friend came to me and she said, what about single moms? And I said, yeah, by the way, the single mom is a real hit. This is the one that sells the most. And then um, a single dad. Um, And I'm really proud because, you know, usually when you read books with children, it's only for one family. And now you can actually choose it and see what family do you want to read it with or to gift it. And my last baby, Unaddicted to You, 360 pages book, I actually didn't really write to publish. I wrote it in secrets. I wrote it at night when I was devastated about my divorce with my ex-husband. Family court, I don't know how is it in other places, but family court in Los Angeles is brutal. Um, I lost, I don't know, I was 94 pounds, not finding any glimpse of happiness. I was afraid even to leave the house. and at night, I used to just write, write everything that happened in court, everything that happened in my, you know, with the relationship, just writing as a release, writing to to let go. And when I concluded, I put it in the drawer, swearing I will never show it to anyone because guess what? It's my biggest secret there. And slowly, slowly, I became stronger and I did find happiness in life because my happiness before was really dependent on other people. It was dependent if my ex-husband was happy or not, if we made money or not, if it was raining or not, name it. It was all about external things. And slowly after I got divorced, I found my happiness within me. I'm a happy person, but during the marriage, I learned to be dependent on other things to make me happy. And uh, I found my happiness again. So I'm so proud to tell you, but in literally a couple of weeks, I'm getting my PhD. Yay. So I decided to go back to school and, you know, wrote my research about positive psychology, you know, tools for positive psychology and help people. I also volunteer in women's Shell and I volunteer with other women to understand that it's really about us to find the happiness. I know it's such a cliche. Andrea, I know, but it's within us. We have the happiness within. And one day a friend told me, how about, you know, giving birth to your 360 pages book? And I was afraid because uh, mainly uh, I really respect the dad of my children, you know, and I didn't want my children to get hurt from this story as well. And the first thing I did is I talked to them about it. You know, I told them that this is my story. This is my thing that I would love to share with the world and other women, especially. But also men. In my practice, I have men and women. And in the story, I'm not bashing anyone's name. I'm just saying, wow, it was me all this time. It was the monster that I was looking. It was me. So it's a story of telling the story, plus
0: a lot of anecdotes about how to deal with really crazy situations? Oh my gosh. That's well, first of all, I just want to celebrate you and taking that vulnerability and being able to bring it to the world because um, as you know, I'm obsessed with turning pain into purpose. And, and the fact that you were able to use writing as such a beautiful outlet for yourself to help you through some of the most challenging times in your life. And, um, and that that helped you in so many ways. And, and just like taking it from, and it is, it takes so much confidence and it takes a lot of like a shift and a belief in yourself and a realization that my pain can actually serve to help other people. So I'm just celebrating that you were able to do that and bring this book to life and give birth to it because it's going to help so many people out in the world. And, um, I'm just want to celebrate you and, and the birth of your book. And I wanted to know like, what, what, what shifted for you just for people at home, maybe thinking, you know, maybe they've been writing their book or maybe they've been taking notes and maybe they've been like, you know, purging what's in their mind and kind of what took you from that point of like knowing that you didn't want to hide this book anymore and you wanted to bring it to the world?
1: Yes. And, and before I just kind of like want to really briefly, because, you know, I know that your audience are people who are writing books or thinking about it. You know, the idea is really not to concentrate on the story. So it's not like I went and I did and I opened and I read because that's really boring. The idea is really to bring your story alive. I love to use a lot of adjectives and to really paint the story. What really happened? What was the beating of the story? Think about the rhythm. Because when you dance, and I love dancing, that's one of the things that bring me a lot of happiness to my life. If you follow me on social media, you will see where am I dancing and what music do I like? It's really not about, you know, the song or the word. It's about what you feel. It's about what the music makes you feel and that's what you express. And that's what I express in writing. So it's really painting the picture. For example, if it's something in the bus, what were the noises? What did you see? What are you know the sounds that you see? How did you feel? Bring idioms and really make the picture so your audience, your readers can feel exactly where you were. And to the question, what was the point that I took it out? I think it was understanding that the gifts that I got from my experience, I can't leave it for myself. You know, if you really want to enjoy something that you received, and it's really a gift. It's a gift to stand up and say, wow, you know, I am really powerful right now. I'm happier right now. I can't live it for myself. I need to give it to other people. You can't have it unless you give it. And everybody can give it in different ways some people you know just speak with a friend and some people volunteer and I decided well I'm going to use my you know social <laughs> empowerment and I'm going to bring it to the world and you have no idea how many women DM me tell me this is their story and they're still embarrassed and they're still live in shame and they're still live in fear and my story really encouraged them to come and say wow This is me. This is me. And it doesn't have, you know, you don't have to announce it in social media. Really, you don't. You just have to share it with one person. One of the anecdotes in the book is we are crazy as our secrets. And we are. We are definitely crazy in our secrets. When you keep a secret only to yourself and you live with it a day after a day after a day, this is a burden. And I know many women, I've been there, that kept this story because they're too afraid to share. And I know, I took it to the other extreme. I just shared it. And you know what happened? All of a sudden, it lost the the threat in it. It lost everything that I thought might happen because it's all stories in my head. What would happen if people know? Well, it empowered them. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love that. And I always say books change lives, right? And that it's so great that you were able to be vulnerable and share this with the world. It's like, and how could you not share that gift and the gift of what you learned out of that experience? And and I always say too, like this idea of finding yourself in the story or finding yourself in the book or what you did is you provided so much support for someone who might be in a very similar situation. And I just, you are being of service. This is, you writing this book is you being of service and helping so many others. And that gives you a sense of purpose in life. And that's so powerful. So can you tell us a little bit about the actual book? So, uh, you know, people are going to want to go and grab their copy, I'm <laughs> sure. <laughs> yes.
1: So, you know, it's a story of a holy chick. It's a story of a little girl that was born in Jerusalem to a six kid's family with um dysfunctional family. It's a story about addictions. It's a story about codependency. And it's starting about how the mom of the character is really chasing after her husband who was chasing after other women. And I know this is the story of when, many, many women. So I was born to a family of a dad and a mom that were madly in love. My dad and my mom were madly in love, but my dad, um, had has the addiction of also liking other women mm. and to see my mom chasing after and to see how we are so threatened as a society of looking at oh my god my man has other women or my women have my woman has other like somebody's looking and all that uh, and then it goes into are you paying attention people so I was also a commander in the Israeli intelligence And I tell a little bit the story there because people always ask me, so what did you do in the Israeli intelligence? So um, I tell that story, um, which is, you know, kind of like out there. People are very curious. And then it's the story of moving from Israel. I moved from Israel to the United States when I was only 22. It's a story about a lot you know, lovers and craziness and chasing after people who has their own addiction or obsession and being obsessed with them instead of obsessing with myself. And then it's about, um, the family law court in Los Angeles and about that. I know that many women today think about a divorce or are divorcing and do not know what it is. Um, and it's about the chaos there. And, uh, you know, it's about a triumph of how really to survive something that took over myself. And I'm not going to tell you the end, but the end is, I'm going to just say two things it's spicy <laughs> and also about dancing. So yes. Um, Oh my god! Throughout, throughout the book, there was uh, and every, the end of the chapter, there was like actually an anecdote. It's a self-help book as well. And I'm going to share with you one thing that uh, I really, really love. So as you see, there is a magnifying glass and this is a mirror in a shape of a heart. My biggest thing to tell people is put down the magnifying glass and pick up the mirror. Because as long as we you know, look at other people and what he did to me and what she did to me. I call it the monkey talk. He, <laughs> you know, we are never going to find our own happiness. Pick up the mirror, do some self-work, look within, you know, if the mirror is pink and in a heart shape, even better. And it's really hard to look at myself. I'm like, Ooh, you know, <laughs> you know, sometimes we have to really admit our wrongs. Say, you know what? <laughs> this is me with the good and the bad. I'm not perfect. But at least I'm looking at myself and not other people, because when we look at other people, we want to soothe ourselves. But when we look within, you know, this is me. When I live in self-acceptance, guess what's going to happen? Everybody's going to accept you because you accept
0: yourself first. There is no shaming in it. Oh, it's such a beautiful message. And I love that. This idea of like, we're often looking, putting people under the microscope or with that magnifying glass. And, and the other thing that I love about that is this idea of turning inward and, and it's actually taking responsibility for our life and looking inward is it's actually more empowering. And I love in your book, how you've interwoven all these deep self-reflection questions and effective personal growth strategies and things like that too. So that people can really navigate towards self self-healing and personal transformation. Your book is so powerful. It's going to help so many people. So can you tell me, you know, who did you write the book for? And and what do you hope this, your book will do to help people? Thank you. That's a great question because really when I wrote the book, I wrote the book to myself, as
1: I said, (laughs) I didn't write it to anyone. I was so embarrassed and ashamed and in my own sorrow. And as the book, I think the book was given birth by itself. So it's really for anyone who is dependent on someone else's behavior. And I'm saying that it's not only someone that has any addiction, but someone's behavior. And for anyone that cannot really appreciate themselves for whom they are, but looking to see who they are in the eyes of others. The other people that I wrote it is about, you know, believing in yourself from a very young age. I believed in myself. And I had this, you know, dimple that I believe that is like all about shining smile, which I lost. So it's for all these people that kind of like lost a glimpse and the light. This is my last name, right? Light. I want to bring it back. How to do, how do you really do it? You know, sometimes we want to get like recipe. Okay. Tell me how to do it. So it's a story of strength, but also a story of like, okay, how do I do it? Because it's really giving you a recipe of how to do it. There are 21 Uh, little anecdotes of how to do it, and if you practice how to do it day by day, you will find light. You will find it. And I know know it's a story of a woman, but it's really written for women and for men. There are many men around that are even more embarrassed and ashamed with their stories. And it's a story also for people who are from different cultures. You can hear my accent, as I said, I'm from Israel, and we are all the same doesn't matter with your belief and where were you born you can celebrate it because this is what make you who you are but we are all the same
0: we are all the same are, and I always say we all breathe the same air <laughs> right <laughs> so oh that's so wonderful and I think so many people will benefit did you want to share maybe one or two of your antidotes I know you did with the magnifying glass and I know just because there's like just a little sneak peek of what is in your book Yes. So I'm going to share
1: what the name of the book, because, you know, as you know, probably know, the name of the book is really, it's hard to decide because you want to convey so much in literally like what, three, four words. Right. And the name of the book for a while was Threesome with God. I'm still thinking about publishing another book that the name will be Threesome with God. (laughs) I didn't have the courage, but I think now I'm courageous enough to do it. The book is really, and this is the essence of the book, that we're not alone. Call it God, call it higher power, call it universe, call it whatever you want to call it. And it doesn't matter if you're a religious person or not. You know, you can be an atheist. But there is something out there that when we believe that we are loved enough and we are matter enough, to this entity, which is actually ourselves, right? This is when we shine. So any relationship, that's why I call it threesome with God. Any relationship with anyone, if you bring this higher power into it and you stop thinking that you are powerful enough to do something or the other person is powerful, this is when you're going to see a lot of shining moments coming through. So... And addicted to you or a threesome with love next day. threesome with god
0: <laughs> maybe threesome with love yeah uh, yeah this is my next uh that's amazing oh my gosh i'm i am going to put all the links uh, to connect with you in the show notes so everyone can get a hold of you so they can purchase your book and everything i was wondering if there's just one last thing that you wanted to share with the listeners what would it be Wow.
1: There's so much that I want to share, but I don't know why. What comes into my mind right now, it's one of the anecdotes that I say, what's hysterical is historical. So Mm -hmm. pay attention when you are in pain, you know, and you feel hysterical, which you're in pain, you're crying, you're sad about it. It's usually something from your history. It's historical. You know, when we blame people to tell us, but he or she told me this and that, it's usually they touched this blue, tiny, hurtful point that is historical for you. So, what's historical is hysterical. Is what hysterical is historical.
0: Oh, I love that. And I love the idea of like kind of knowing that, well, where does that come from? Right. It's got, it's got to come from something in my history or like investigating and self-reflection a little bit more. So powerful. Oh, my gosh. Thank you so much for being here and for being on the show. And that's it. Unaddicted to you. Loving yourself through the darkness by Atel light. And I'm so thankful. Uh, I'm going to turn it over to you to just say the last thing.
1: Yes, and I just want to say thank you, Andrea, for opening the door to writers, to authors, uh, and to people that are really thirsty to learn more. Because for me, it was a matter of surviving. When I was a child, reading for me was just what opened my eyes to a different world. And I want to say thank you so much for opening this door and this love and heart to so many people in the world. Thank
0: you. Ah. If you like this podcast that's like personal training for your mind, you've got to come over to my website at andreasidel.com where I help people read, write, and publish books. I believe books change lives. So whose life will you touch with your book? If you've been thinking about writing a book, or you know, you've lacked the time, maybe the focus and the know-how to get it done, or you've been wanting to publish your own work, well, look no further. Spend no more time wasting trying to figure it all out because I I'm your girl I am a book doula I actually help people painlessly give birth to their books through book birthing so let's turn that dream into achievement through birthing your own book because books change lives so head on over to my website to find out more about that as well be sure to subscribe here so that you get the latest episode and of course share this with your friends write a review because it really helps grow the show And finally, I just want to thank you so much for joining me, not only today, but also week after week. I'm just so grateful that I get to show up and read all these books and share the learning experience with you. So until next week, I'm sending hugs.